This is the final word, T20 World Cup Daily, day 20. Oh, we're into the 20s, into the nervous 20s. Got to start. Jeff Lemon. Will we go on with it? Will we go on with it? Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins uh, for Seabus Super, making hard work pay off. Uh, a lot of hard work today, a couple of games today. New Zealand played Ireland, Australia played Afghanistan. We're, we're going to start with the second game, as we've tended to do when it had more bearing on what might happen and when maybe the result is less expected. But you're going to tell people about that, Adam. And the trick is you've got 30 seconds to do it. That's how we do things on the final word. Game in 30 seconds. It was all about the net run rate a thon. Also, we thought when we arrived, Australia sent here Matthew Wade captaining three changes. Aaron Finch not playing. Other players didn't play as well, Tim including David. Tim David. Mitchell, Mitchell Stark. Stark was dropped. Kane Richardson's to the side. 10 seconds gone. Haven't mentioned a ball yet. Australia get to 168 because of a Maxwell 54 not out. Uh, but they don't do a particularly good job of it, generally speaking. David Warner got a start, got out switch hitting. Not really switch hitting, but we'll come to that later. Um, other people batted and played. Yep. Uh, for Afghanistan, they had the most splendid death period. Mm -hmm. Death period? Death period. Death overs? Yeah. Death period, Christ. <laughs> and the Vino Huck, three for 21, playing his first game for the tournament. What the fuck's going on there? Um, Faruqi. Farouk. My gosh, he's a bowler. Left arm quick, left arm wheels. Um, Anyway, so 168 for eight. Yep. Uh, well, we've, once you've blown through, you've blown you've through. Blown through. Yep. Uh, then um, Afghanistan, thanks to Gulbuddin Naib, um, it, it gave them hope. But then in an Adam Zamper over, I think it was over number 14, there were three mm. wickets taken in the space of four balls. There was four taken in, five indeed, I think taken in the space of What's 12. Wasn't it three and three? Wasn't it run out wicket wicket? It was, might have been three legal deliveries. It was a wide between times, something okay. like that. It, it was either way. There were three wickets in quick succession. I think it became four or five. Uh, and then Rashid Khan walks out mm. at number eight for reasons that are best explained by Jonathan Trott and co. Hits 48 not out from 23 balls. Gives hope they needed uh, two sixes to win the game at the end he hit one of them no probably didn't do that he hit a four he hit one he hit a six and ball. two fours six and two fours which yeah. left them four runs short of the finish line um, but saw a bloody good effort meanwhile Australia um, don't get anywhere close to overtaking England on net run rate and you know 90 second summary done <laughs> yeah well, there we go maybe 180 second summary yeah. whatever it was uh, look it, it was I mean bloody hell it was a good game by the end of it <laughs> I mean yeah. It, it looks dead for a while and then it came back to life. It was, it was an incredible sort of, I guess, Halloween adjacent um, return from, from, from beyond the grave. Uh, but Australia had this job. They had a job ahead of them, which was you got to win by a lot, whatever you do. And yep. Afghanistan had the first influence because they won the toss and they said, you guys can bat. And I thought maybe that's what Australia would want. You know, if, you, if you're batting, you, you know you've got a better ability to count what you need to do and, and to react accordingly. I and felt that by the end. Like yeah. I was with you yesterday on, now you stick them in and you kind of control it that way. Yeah. But I moved on to, well... If it works. If it works, great. If yeah. it doesn't, you're, you're stuffed. Yeah. I moved on to, well... Put down from the get-go, yep. reorder your batting lineup, give yourself some flexibility mm -hmm. and try and hit every ball for six, knowing that yeah. if you're nine for 140, well, case you're asked, right, at least you sure. tried. And in some ways, going crazy for 20 overs is easier than going crazy for, say, eight overs. Like People yeah. always say, oh, it's, it's easier for the batting side in a shorter period because wickets don't matter so much. But it also means you have less time to uh, spend a few deliveries to get yourself yeah. feeling good and lining them up and then start putting them over the fence. Nonetheless, Warner came out and, and, and did that job from the get-go. Um, so Cameron Green was out very quickly, edge one behind. 
line. Warner ends up making 25 off 18, but Spot he was on. he was using the, the the areas behind square really well. Like he was cleverly, he was moving across the crease. He was uh, getting around and flicking those little sort of flick sweeps behind square. He was playing the reverse, um, and Mitchell Marsh was doing what Mitchell Marsh does, which is stand still and just whooshka the bat through the line of the ball and connect with it maybe every third time, and then that one goes over the fence, you know. And and so they were looking good. They had 50 off 5.1 overs um, yep. and looking great. One really big over off. Yep. Mujib, Mujib, who yeah. tends to be frugal in the power play, but yep. he got he got clouted early on. And that was that had to be deliberate. You've got to make a decision. We're going to attack Absolutely. the spinner in the power yep. play, um, and and they needed to do that, and they did it. And so you thought, all right, Australia have got the memo. They're fifty off five, which means they are on track for two hundred off twenty, which means that's what they need to get, right? And then David Warner gets out, and you know, I mean, people will probably have a go at him for it. It's a little unfortunate. He switches around to become a right-hander, and he just happens to get a good ball, like tailing in at his leg stump, and he misses it. Yeah, well, I think that it wasn't he gave, the ball to switch to. He gave Naveen probably just enough time. I asked Chad Sayers this on comms, like, if you're a bowler, <coughs> at what point is it too late to adjust? He's like, right. no, no. Naveen would have had comfortably because Warner went so early, like he's about yeah. five yards away from the crease. Like, right, I'm right-handed. I'm now. right-handed. Um, and it just happened to be a fabulous <laughs> delivery that he yeah. adjusted to. I think he hit his off stump. His Warner's real off stump. By that I mean Warner's... after he became a right-hander. Yeah. So he's left. His, his I thought he stump. hit the right-handers off stump. <laughs> yeah, the right-handers off yeah, stump. Yeah, he hit the right-handers off yeah, stump. Yeah, yeah. So Which, in other words, it was a great delivery. Sure. For, you know. And then three balls later, Steve Smith's hit on the pad. Yep. Um, and he reviewed because he didn't want to be out because that's what Steve Smith does. Because yep. when he gets out and he gets out leg before, he's like, well, I wish not to be out. Yeah. And there's a possibility if I review it that um, I, I may, won't be out. I may be allowed to continue batting. There's <laughs> a way really, that I could be allowed to continue batting. There's a way batting. I can keep batting. And this is the route to keep on batting. It's yeah. by reviewing it, even though it was hitting yeah. leg stump and he, yeah. it was never on. I mean, he rifled one gorgeous square drive behind square for four. And then he was out from the fourth ball he faced yeah. LB. But that he, means they lose two wickets in, you know, I think they lose a third in the power play mm-hmm. as well um, maybe yeah, Feels yeah. Like Mitchell Marsh no Mitchell Marsh was in about the 10th over but Green was out well Green was out then Warner was out and oh Smith no was Smith out. was out that's right yeah. so it was the three yeah yeah Yeah. so they were three down um, and they were going along at an okay rate and then Stoinis comes in and, and, and you think okay well Stoinis is going to do the Stoinis thing and he does hit a couple of sixes he doesn't hit any boundaries and he, uh, he ends up going at basically a runner ball not much faster he, than he, he gave himself a chance to get in I, yeah. I, I appreciated the logic behind what Stoinis was doing yep. this wasn't like at Perth when he's like it kind of bolstering your point from before when you come in in the sixth over and you mark seventh over rather, and you yeah. mark a Stoinis, you are permitted to yeah. take a beat. Take a beat, and he took a long beat, mm-hmm. eight nine balls, taking singles down the ground. Mm-hmm. Then he went through the gears, and meanwhile at the other end, Glenn Maxwell's yeah. um, having a pretty good time of it. Starts well, his strike rate is pretty much consistently yeah. up above 150 towards 200. Mm-hmm. He's turning ones into twos. He's doing Maxwell stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but they have these couple of overs around. I want to say around overs. Between 12 and 15, right, mm-hmm. before the death, when they have double-digit overs, where Stoinis hits a six, Maxwell hits a six, and you're thinking, right, mm-hmm. last five, they're a pretty good chance in the circumstances mm-hmm. of hitting 70 or 80. Yep. Like, you're doing something hog-wild, like yeah, Pakistan yeah, yeah. did last night. Yeah, taking down a bit, you know, big over from the spinner, yeah. you know, take down one of the young quicks for an over, and happy days, you're up towards that. And in the end, though, I mean, to, um, to Nabi's credit, he did bowl out Rashid comparatively early. He bowled over 16. Mm. Rajib was already bowled out. He but left. he gets the wicket of Stoinis, and that's he so Rashid's only wicket for the night. But Big it one. is crucial yeah. because Stoinis is maybe just about to go. He's 25 off 20, and he's about definitely to about go to boom. go. Well, that shot proves that, right? The yeah. shot he's trying to play um, off Rashid, and it doesn't quite go to plan. But because yeah, he's just too quick through the air sometimes. All of that. So, but that's the bit. That's the turning point mm-hmm. in Australia's night. Really, it's that instead of having yeah. set Stoinis and going pretty well, Maxwell taking on the last five sure 
they're t- they but they've got Maxwell trying to nurse everybody else at that point. And he wasn't getting much strike. I think at one stage he went 13 balls and you faced three of them or something like that. He right. was struggling to, f- to get the strike because things weren't going well. Matthew yep. Wade came in and soaked up some balls at that juncture. And to come back to it, this is the key bit, um, Fazal Hakfariki, who is highly sought after on the, on the T20 market already with his mm-hmm. left arm rockets, and Naveen Al-Haq, who hasn't played in his competition until mm-hmm. now. Goodness gracious me, I know we said this about a few players in the, in the T20 World Cup, just keep him here for the big bash. Yeah. Like, this guy at the death was bowling, it felt like I was watching him play baseball. You know, like yeah. when you see a baseball pitcher who does the, um, the change-up delivery mm-hmm. that just dies into the catcher's glove. His slow sure. balls were dying into the pitch. They were perfect. So they were yeah. dropping from high to low. There was so much work on them. Oh, and and, they, and the Yorkers. And, and yeah. players, you know, Maxwell and Stoinis and so on, like they're well set and they just couldn't Well, get players that. like Matthew Wade, Matthew who got Wade a screaming Yorker. Uh, I think it was from Faruqi. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, a screaming Yorker. They, they landed, I think we... Um, reflected on this in the last few days on the Daily Show that um, Yorker percentage when done well is about 30% and, mm. you, and you run the gauntlet on the other 70 when you're attempting it. Sure. These guys like landed fucking everything. It was Boomer-esque mm. um, and the fact that uh, the fact that uh, Naveen looks a bit like Boomer when he delivers it, yeah. like, like that front on thing that late mm-hmm. release point and all mm-hmm. the rest of it um, yeah, he looks he looks a right type. Well, I would say, you know, the Big Bash would not be diminished if you said, hey, you know Max O'Dowd, hang about, have a game uh, Mohamed Wasim from the UAE, hang Absolutely. about have a game, you know, Lorcan Tucker hang about, have a yeah. game. I mean, there are a lot of Best the leader if he's right in these in in the teams who are outside the big few who would have a lot to offer at that yep. sort of level. So yep. um, you know a lot of teams are not imaginative enough to do that. But yeah, I mean that death bowling and better and get Dondre Russell on a massive contract yeah, though. Yeah, get a bloke on one leg, big yeah. press release, superstar. Put a flash alert out on the CA yeah, website. Yeah. <laughs> superstar Andre Russell, he's forty-two, put he's a, in a wheelchair. Get him up here. Didn't it, even get picked by the clubs the first time around. Put it didn't get picked by the West Indies either for yeah. the tournament. Um, but you know, put up a clip of him hitting a six when they need fifty-six to yeah, win off the in, last in over. In two thousand and fourteen. But the point is that like and the. Baste the is a better option way, than Andre Russell the way in the, the Big Bash this year. The way Naveen bowled, those slower balls, I was just, you know, it's uh, like yeah, 40. mouth open. Um, Sorry. I'm, I'm, no, he's not. Naveen Al-Haq is not 40. No. He's like 23. Andre Russell. Yeah, I know. But, look, he bowled beautifully um, and kept taking the pace off. He had slower balls at 108 k's an hour. They just couldn't yeah. hit him. And yeah. then he'd put the full pace one in. Um, and then Faruqi throws in that full-pace Yorker that screams through Matthew Wade. who's Because even when Wade comes out, you go, OK, they've got about four and a half overs to go. This is perfect Wade time well, he's finishing to come in and do Wade stuff. Since the World Cup last year, Wade in the death overs is striking at like 180 and yeah. generally striking at 150 because sure. he's kind of perfected that role. Yep. And it's kind of sad also to think that it might be a really short-lived thing. Weirdly with cricket, your last performance really tends to count an awful lot when it comes yeah. to your future prospects when you're getting on a bit. Yeah. And if Australia don't qualify for the semis, and they probably won't, Wade 36, despite how good he's been, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's cast aside with Finch and maybe even Warner, mm. even though Warner will certainly play at the one-day World Cup next year. It's funny how, you know, had Wade made 17 off nine tonight, he probably goes around for another World Cup yeah, cycle. Yeah, potentially. You know what I mean? potentially. Yeah. Um, and also I think the tail thing affected them because Cummins comes out and gets out for a dark. Um, that's the third wicket for Naveen, who ends up with three for 21 off four overs while a team's trying to absolutely marmalise you yep. because they need net run rate. I mean, that's a phenomenal performance. But um, because they drop Stark, you know, your tail is Richardson, Zampa, Hazelwood. That's a pretty weak bottom three. You know, you can't get a lot of clubbing out of that bottom yeah, three. Yeah, and, and even the way that they were trying, I mean, desperately trying to get Maxwell on strike, that was the downfall of Richardson with the run out. And the others didn't quite didn't quite work either. Yeah. You're oh, right. That was Naveen as well. So the, yes, I, it I'll was, just yes. throw this one in there. Maxwell smokes it back at him. He 
picks it up one-handed <coughs> on the bounce, spins around and nails it on striker stumps and gets Richardson a metre out. Yeah, that's right. And, and they kind of limp to one. They, they go at a runner ball in the death overs after mm. all of that. So they only get 168. Yep. And in the chase, I mean, Afghanistan don't hair out of the blocks or anything like that, but they do enough a with Gerbuz. I mean, I mean, he hits Gerber, 10 off the first over, yeah, get, hits, hits a, a huge six to the second deck. Hazelwood. I mean, but I guess generally speaking, across the six overs, they're sure. not absolutely motoring or anything like that, yeah. but they're within touching distance. I think, you know, according to Windviz, they're at about 25% through the power play, yeah. but that gets to 50. Yeah. That was, sorry, it might get to 49 mm. when Gulbuddin Nayib comes in and yeah. says, I'll fucking have you. Um, and I love this because he got, he was the one bowler who really got tonked. I mean, Majib got tonked but took a couple of wickets. Rashid Khan was one for 29 off four. Mm. Um, uh, like everybody basically bowled pretty economically except Gulbuddin who went for 30 on off his three and got taken down. And then when it's his turn to bat, he's like, I am going to do the same thing to you. And he did. He had a great time, made 39 fast. And got run out and that's the bit. So Gulbuddin is the run out that there, starts the Zampa over. But, but just at that point, they've got seven overs to go, right? So they've 13 overs. They need 71 off 42 balls. And they've got two set players. He's on 39. Yeah, Zadran's on about Zadran's 25. on 25. Yeah. And you're like, well, hang on. They could do it. And then three three in the three balls or whatever. I hope it was three balls. I put that in my match report. I better check that. I, I've got a feeling. Uh, uh, do you want me to check it for you? I yeah, think it might have on. been three legal deliveries. It was 13.1, okay. 13.2, 13.4. So you better go and quickly send yeah, it to the desk. I will. Um, but yeah, the, your, your point stands, though. It's like... In that 14th over, Gulbuddin getting run out, which mm. is a like, and it's a Maxwell direct it's hit Maxwell, from the deep. Brilliant. And Maxwell in the previous over, beneath where we were commentating from, he sprinted in from long on, like at full pelt, to half volley one mm. that would have taken him out or taken his knackers off one or the other. If he didn't collect it cleanly, mm. of course he collected it cleanly. So he was already seeing it well. And the next over, the pick up and throw, Gulbuddin was out by a foot. There's only one player on the ground that's executing that run out, and it's, mm. and it's Maxwell. And he's having that kind of night. Doesn't bowl, but you yeah. know, good catch in, in the deep as well. Mm -hmm. um, and then Zampa gets those two wickets quickly. Yeah. The, we, we said this week a few times. We talked about Williamson's innings. We spoke about another anchor innings that, that I haven't got in my head right now. Uh, it was um, Bangladesh mm -hmm. Shanto. Mm -hmm. That you know, I, I feel a bit sympathetic to anchors who are copying growth about their strike rate. The 25 that he made, Zadran, from 33 balls was crucial because he kept giving the bloody strike back to Gulbuddin. Yeah, yeah. He played his role. He was industrious between the wickets. Mm -hmm. He was calling him three for twos and all that kind of thing. Sometimes your strike rate can you know, belie how well you've played yeah. in the context of a really important partnership that got them to the precipice of mm -hmm. being you know, a 50-50 chance the of winning the game. They were in the game. And, then and even with Winviz accounting the against them because of their history, yep. right? And then the three and three, and then Nabi gets out in the next over playing an absurd little dinky sort of pull shot yeah. to Hazelwood. Hits it out to deep midwicket, gets caught. And you go, OK, well, they're done here. And Rashid Khan's just kind of poking the ball around a bit with uh, Darvish Rasuli. My just, man Rasuli. Just knocking it about here and there. Um, and, and then, you know, it's like, well, they're out of it. And then he just suddenly decides to go nuts and they're not out of it anymore. So Ben Jones tipped me into Darvish Rasuli. Uh, he goes, this kid's good. Uh, he struck at 192 in domestic cricket throughout the course of last home mm -hmm. summer in Afghanistan. He's like 21. He debuted like five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. And apparently... Associate Twitter, which obviously captures Afghanistan given their former status, and Afghanistan Twitter are all over this kid as being a future superstar. And he looked apart, mm. only hit one boundary, but again, in the partnership, he mm. was doing his bit. He was contributing yep. to the energy that Rashid was bringing. Well, he realises that Rashid's going like a god. So Rashid yeah. smokes 
Kane Richardson for two sixes in the over. Get a row. They need 31 off the last two. He belts Hazelwood for another six and a four down the ground. They need 22 off the last over. And Dawish Rasuli's on strike, uh, and he gets a wide down the leg yes. side, and he takes off for the for the bye because Rashid has just taken off with the bowler, and, and he's like, I'm coming through no matter what happens. Rasuli gets run out at the non-strikers, but he's got Rashid back on strike. So yeah. even as a notionally high-ranked player in the batting order, he was willing to give up his wicket in order to do the team thing and, and get Rashid on strike, and it almost worked. Yeah. And just a word about the 19th over, I actually think Hazel bowled a really, really good over. So I think he sends down four dots, a six and a four. And uh, like they were high quality, right on the tram yeah. track. I think there was one left alone because uh, he, thought it, he thought it was a wide. And, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't reflect how well Hazel bowled in that over, which meant that um, they only had Stoinis or Green left. And Green was yeah. brought in tonight, bowled a couple of good overs early on, but and had to be Stoinis. And even Wade, the well, he, he only bowled two, but he got hit for a six off one of them. By, yeah, he did. But at the start by Gerbaz, who, when he was going nuts, right. made 30 off, not many. And, and Wade, the acting captain, said in the press, um, well, not the press, the um, uh, post-match presentation, that like there was heart-and-mouth moments. Throwing mm. the ball your all-rounder, who doesn't, isn't expected to bowl over 20 too often, although Stoinis does do it more than yeah. the average bear. Um, but, yeah, he, he, he does... Get away, first ball of the over. He does I wish get back it was on a strike. Bear. I wish they just produced a bear and told it to bowl the last over. It'd be amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed watching um, Gulbuddin bowling to Stoinis and Mitch Marsh at one yeah, point. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, three big boys. Um, anyway, so yeah, they hold their nerve and they get the job done. Yeah. Just, but that, but you know that 107 uh, marker that they mm. needed to stay will keep Afghanistan underneath to give themselves any chance of being no, in their run rate. That's not happening. So yeah, there's this. Well, just winning the game was an achievement, yeah. really. Tonight should be. We should be celebrating Afghanistan's first victory against Australia. Mm. I think they played better cricket tonight. They did. Um, I think they were saved. Australia was saved by Maxwell with that run out against to, and, to and Gulbadeen. He's batting. he's batting, but the run out with Gulbadeen, which was, which was the um, which was the starting point for all of the chaos. Maxwell, fifty-four off thirty. He's the only player in the side to go at better than ten runs and over, and that's what yeah. they needed. Effectively, they needed to come out and make two hundred. Yeah. Nobody else could do it. Warner almost did. Warner went at nine. Um, oh, sorry, Mitch Marsh went at nine. So Marsh and Maxwell were the, the players to actually be able to pull off what they needed to do. Yeah, yeah, and that's why he was the appropriate player of the match. Although I would have given it to Naveen Al-Huck, but you know, that's yep. just, um, just on the back of... You know, in a losing side, you can yep. still be the most impressive performance, and Maxwell was right there with him, but Naveen mm. at the death was the reason why they were chasing 1-6-9 and not 1-9-9, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, you know, that means Sri Lanka have to beat England for Australia to go through. Pressure on England, must win game, etc., etc. There was another the game winner by an innings. today, uh, New Zealand and Ireland. Uh, the, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on this game, not because of an amount of disrespect, but because it basically went exactly as you would expect <laughs> it to go, which is that, yes, Ireland took a few wickets, and yes, there, you know, there were some nice moments, but basically New Zealand made a bunch of runs. Pretty much everybody made runs. Kane Williamson learned Williamson. how to hit boundaries again. Eventually, and three sixes. Eventually, yeah, this is what I'm saying. He, yeah. he, did, he did his Williamson thing for the first bit, and then he, he did lay into the bowling later on, and ends up with 61 from 35. New Zealand make 185 for six. Um, everybody chips in a bit. Finn Allen... Um, and uh, Conway and Glenn Phillips and Daryl Mitchell. Uh, but then there's a hat-trick at the end of the innings, which, you know, funnily enough, while I was sitting here watching the hat-trick, I was like, I wonder where Adam is. Oh, he's not Up at the here, ground. On the way in. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been in for the first game, but uh, my girls were flying back to England today, yeah. so I had to spend the day with them. Not had to. 
I was, of course, spending the day with them. Yes, anyway. you, you chose to and enjoyed spending the day with them. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Jones was also very excited because he's a big fan of Josh Little. He's and Josh Little's fan. the one who took the hat trick. So, yeah, yeah he gets Williamson. Ben half a chance of running on. Ben half a chance of running so. on in that scenario. He was getting the strides off and ready to run on. Um, like when Siddle took his 200th out of here, I'm fucking half a chance of running on here. Um, <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, yeah, Williamson slogging the one up in the air and then the two LBWs um, with Nisham yeah, and, nice. and Santner um, just nailing them in front of the pads. He's quick, he's good. Josh Little could stay out here. And start a chart there, like, you know, he's quick, he's bad, he's better than, he's, no. he's bigger than his dad. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how big his dad is. Never yeah. met his dad. If you're Josh Little's dad, send us your measurements. How, how big are you? <laughs> we'll find out. What does it, does it rhyme with quick? Slide into the DMs, that's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, look, it was it was just a clinical, professional sort of job from New Zealand. And so, you know, there's this strange thing when you watch two games at the ground in a day and you report on them and you write things and all of the rest of it. By the time the second one's over, you cannot remember the first no. one. Like... I watched every ball of that first game and I barely remember anything that happened no, in it. Absolutely. It's an affliction. But because for... it went to script, aside from that. Right. Yeah, and look, Ireland get out of the blocks pretty quickly. They still get 150. I mean, yeah, Ireland there was, have there ended was a their Bell tournament. Sterling sort of yeah. good, you know, like they stay together. They haven't always, it's usually been one or the other oh, of them. I'm in glad this Ireland have finished their competition well, right? Like, I'm glad they've had a. Remember, it feels like we watch Ireland play 15 games now. Yeah. It's not 15 games, it's eight. But they've played a lot of cricket. And what we discussed the other day, we were worried about happening to the Dutch and yeah. may happen on. Sunday, who knows? Sunday? Saturday? Sunday. 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 Um, but it didn't happen to Ireland. They held their nerve. They, yep. you know, to the extent that they ran New Zealand pretty close in a game that could have completely turned Group 1 on its head. It doesn't. New Zealand are now through, confirmed us through at top of the group. They won't be beaten now, given mm-hmm. their net run rate, and having won all bar one game. No, they mm-hmm. only had a game. They won New every Zealand. game. New Zealand only lost, they to, lost um, to England. They lost to England. Yeah. We were there. Yeah, we were there. It was like three we, days ago. Yep, we did a, did a yep. whole episode on it. 27-minute podcast, if I recall correctly. <laughs> yep. Yep, they, they, they did lose We game. were there, we were there. But it was uh, New Zealand spinners as well that were significant. It was Satner and Sodi. When Belburnie and, and Sterling were going well, they were the ones who got them out. They each took a couple of wickets. They were both economical. And that's the... Yeah, it's, it's the little secret weapon for New Zealand because people go, oh, Bolt, Southey, you know, Ferguson. But actually their spinners are so important. Yeah, a lot needs to go right, but I'd love to see a New Zealand-India semi-final. Mm. That would make me very happy because, of course, New Zealand have had the wood over India in, in major tournaments. Uh, they yep. beat them in the semi-final of the 2019 World Cup. Well, I'm pretty sure, didn't India win the 2019 World Cup? Oh, Kept saying with boundary cap back. I think India won that okay. comp, didn't they? Right. Well, they're just still angry about the result okay. with the boundary cap back. Right, right. Anyway, and um, New Zealand... Oh, and the World Test Championship, which was apparently a home game for New Zealand, despite oh, yeah, being no, no. on the other side no, of the that planet. That wasn't fair either, so yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Got, to, got to remember. Yeah. Never so, fair. Um, uh, but New Zealand have had a good record against them. Although, in saying all of that, I think India will, 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 uh, will win each of their remaining games by in excess of 50 runs because that's that's just how it feels now. It feels like after having that scare the other day, mm. they'll be all good. But Zimbabwe, we, we touched on this yesterday, Zimbabwe, like if Raza gets on one at the G in front of yeah. 90,000 people, he strikes me as the kind of guy who would be going to bed relishing the chance to, mm-hmm. to do something special. Um, and that'll be the final group game mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah, either way, he'll though. Just be, he'll get Ricky Ponting on the phone the night before and just say, tell me I'm good. Tell, tell, tell me, me how good I am. Tell me how good I am. Yeah. Um, and then if... Um, but if it does play out in such a way that South Africa top the group and mm-hmm. India a second, they'll play New Zealand, and I'm pretty sure it's here. Well, Australia's out, so it's top of, top of Group One, which will be New Zealand um, will play in Sydney. Okay. So it'll be New Zealand plus whoever finishes second in Group Two, and then here will be 
uh, England slash well, assuming Australia don't yeah, make it. Yeah, England versus... If England beat Sri Lanka, then they'll be here. England will be here okay. versus whoever finishes top. Okay. That, that works for me. Yeah. We'll be here. Yeah. Uh, we've got we'll a be here fame. anyway. We've got we're a whole thing to do with the CBUS. Do we? Yeah. Uh, CBUSsuper.com.au. Uh, they, uh, they, they, they manage $74 billion of their members' funds. They have returns of 8.88% over 38 years. You probably know that if you've been watching the daily yep. show. We support you getting your super sorted out. Seabuscuper.com.au. Yep. If, if you are fortunate enough to live in a country like this where you have superannuation, which means you have some money to rely on when you retire, then it's good to have some competent people managing it who know how to do it and, and, and don't try to steal all your money with fees. And remembering that when you contribute, your employer contributes, and there's, there's you know, super's a wonderful, elegant, beautiful thing, and it's uh, um, been a significant part of Australia's wealth over, over time and growth and all the rest of it. So um, you can be part of that. You yep. probably already are if you don't even know you are because that's the way that super works. It's yep. automated. So you get it all sorted out. Hit up cbussuper.com.au. Get them to help you. Uh, they make your hard work pay off. Yep, they'll tell you what's happening. And remember, the past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. The final word, Hall of Fame. What was the most final word moment of the day for you, Adam Collins? Little Davey Warner. Just full stop. Little Davey Warner with the switch. The switch hit that wasn't usually a switch hit. You know, you kind of get into position and you kind of twat it into the crowd or try to. Warner that's kind of got He played it forward defensive. It was a switch hit forward defensive. It was good. I loved it. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see like a stodgy English opener, you know, play that. Like a Keaton Jennings type. Yeah, well, Keaton's one of the best reverses going around yeah. these days. Wait till you see me in Pakistan. Did play the reverse now? forward defensive. Um, who else we got? Oh, Warner. <laughs> Warner again. Warner being Warner. Um, he started um, signing autographs at Deep Midwicker. We got the binoculars on him. Uh-huh. As he does, right? He's a big autograph signer. Right. And then kids started like throwing hats over and he started encouraging them to throw more over. Yeah. And they were just fucking piffing everything over. Then Warner was signing them and lobbing them back over his head. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, hat, that hat. Hat into the crowd. So it was. Um, it was all. It was all fun and games down there. Uh, the Afghanistan fans beneath us. Mm-hmm. They were so good. Um, they were going wild yep. when that chase was up and about. Hard not to get emotionally involved yep. in that. Given, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a serious uh-huh. harder edge to this about what's happened to. Um, you know, the fact that they sung their original national anthem today is what they do. They don't sing the new national anthem. They don't wave the new Afghanistan flag. They yeah. they they are quite adamant that this yeah. team represents. Um, Pretty much if you're outside of the country, you're probably not too mad keen on what's going on inside the country. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know, and Brett was great on comms today talking about the relationship in Adelaide with Rashid Khan and not just him, but a lot of people mm. in the city and yep. the Australian Defence Force uh, personnel who, yep. who worked in Afghanistan and also Afghanistan mm-hmm. citizens who've ended up mm. with Australian visas having worked for the ADF as translators and all the rest of right. it. They play a game of cricket each year. There's a lovely piece on Crickbuzz about this and mm-hmm. Rashid Khan, of course, is very much part of that. He loves his ground yep. and I'm glad he was an influential figure tonight. So my, my Hall of Fame is, well, there's the welcome that he was given when he was announced at the start of so the year that he yeah. got because he's he's an Adelaide home ground player. He's a striker's fixture and, you know, Tom Cooper with the Dutch playing on his home ground at Adelaide, Rashid Khan playing on his. Uh, and my other Hall of Fame was the fact that both of the LBs in the hat-trick reviewed them because, you know, of course they did because it was yes. late in the innings. You know, again, why DRS doesn't work. You've got two reviews left with a couple of hours to go. You're like, oh, well, have a look. And they were both walking off after they'd reviewed them. But, yeah, like Nisham and Satna. Talk about spoiling the moment a bit. It was the classic Mark Nicholas. He's got a hat trick. Not, Not yet, he doesn't. doesn't. Um, because you've got to see if Mitchell Santner was actually league before. Spoiler, he was, as was Steve Smith. Um, but yeah, Josh Little, well played. Has been the final word daily. It's been day 20. Day Tomorrow 20. is only one game. Uh, so I think what we're going to do, we're, yep. we're going to record the podcast not at the cricket ground. Yep. Because we won't be at a cricket ground. Um, we'll be somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a game in Sydney. It'll be England and 
Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. And, the, and that game will dictate who goes through at a yep. group one. Then the big triple header on Sunday will still be in Adelaide for that. Um, cbysuper.com.au. Get your super sorted out, making hard work pay off. Uh, thank you for listening or watching uh, patreon.com forward slash the final word if you really like what we do. Um, that's it. That's probably it. We're going to we're gonna I'm stop sorry, working. And, and sorry if we pissed you off because we spoke about the rain stuff here the other day. Like, I don't know. What do you mean? What, what else are we going to do? We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. What, was, what was the alternative? I think, I not think talk about the controversial moment in the, the Bangladesh game. I know that pissed a lot of people off. What, what, what can you do? There seems to be a fundamental uh, lack of understanding of the difference between staying on if it's raining lightly versus coming back on when yeah, it is well, raining. Mate, that, Those that's, are two different things. Two different things. Anyway, that's the last we'll say on the matter until it comes up again. Final word daily. Good night. Mate. I had to go about